Okay, so this is going to be the Fork in the Road episode from my sit down with Ryan. And uh, we just kind of went right into it. So the cut may not be that great at the beginning. I apologize. It just kind of happens that way with these forks. Um, But we are both two geeks extraordinaire nerds. Geeks? I don't know what the difference is. Uh, Apparently, I don't pay enough attention to that. But we spent a lot of this time in the Fork in the Road episode talking about Star Wars. And it was right around the time that uh, the new trailer for Star Wars Rogue One, uh, which comes out this December in theaters, if they want to become sponsors, Star Wars Universe... Go ahead. I will very strongly support that. Uh, I'm not paid to tell you, but their movie comes out in December. And uh, we had both... uh, Well, we'll we'll let the episode get to that. But here is the uh, Fork in the Road episode with myself and Ryan. All right. So uh, this is our Fork in the Road episode with Ryan. Um, Why, hello there. Hello. And the reason we call this a fork in the road, I will tell you. Um, okay. And the audience can learn a little if they don't Enlighten know me. already. This reminds me of uh, SNL, um, Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. The sweaty um, balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the fork in the road episode is because the main podcast is Daddy Unscripted, and mm-hmm. it's all about being a dad with dads. But you're going down this road and you take a fork. Imagine that. So the wow. fork in the road is supposedly going to be something that springs off of either a conversation that is had during an episode that leads me to record something else with either that person or somebody else. Like a side note. Yes. Or yeah. a fork in the road with that individual. So I've done awesome. one that is movie talk with a, another movie buff before. Uh, which doesn't mean I will never do movie talk again. Good. Um, I didn't want you to just yeah, be like so I'm movie letting talk. You know. And now we're going to talk about you and I are going to talk about romance novels. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I actually do have a very good array of romance novels that I'm in. <laughs> oh, perfect. As the cover model, you cover mean, model. Right? Okay. Yeah. Ryan and I. Ryan and I have Ryan and I. Ryan and I, <laughs> uh, have a number of different. Uh, commonalities, but we will probably stick mainly to Star Wars. Oh, Oh, close, (laughs) close. really close, really close. So not that this is a huge matter to anyone else, but uh, when the force awakens came out, when it first went on sale, I was sitting in a Starbucks and heard that it went on sale during the halftime of a Monday night football game. And I started hearing this little buzz that it had broken Fandango, that you couldn't get tickets, that Fandango was like totally shut down by all the Star Wars people. Worst news ever. Yeah, so I was in there trying to go into Fandango, and I kept getting a little bit further each time, and nothing would happen. And so I just said, why am I going to do... Do I really want to, at age 40-plus, be sitting in a line... 40-plus? You mean 20-plus. Yeah. Well, 20-plus, 20-plus. <laughs> Um, so yes, you're making it a more complex math program or a question, but put into a common core question. We can, yeah. Oh geez. So I've, I've waited in line for almost every one of them aside from star Wars, uh, a new hope, 
because I was only five years. Uh, actually, I was four years old um, when it came out. So you couldn't I stand in line I, at four years. I did not. Mm-hmm. And nobody knew. If, if it had been now, maybe, and I was a four-year-old, maybe somebody would take me as a four-year-old and have me stand in line. But nobody had seen Star Wars yet. No, you know, there was is, no... This is a whole new yeah, thing exactly. to everybody. So it's like, you know, would you take your kid to stand in line for, I a don't know... fantasy space movie? No. Yeah, no. So I've been in line for all of them, including... The uh, reissues of four, five, and six when they came out again, um, went to Irvine and saw them there. I think I did wait in line for one, two, and three. See, that's where you have me wound up is you went and saw four, five, and six in theaters again. Oh, redo. Yeah. Yeah, I never got a chance to see any of those in theater. So I remember there was, everybody was very excited about really a couple of things in the redo and the biggest one that got something out of the crowd was the explosion of the death star in episode four and the new explosion effect everything else like even people were kind of mumbling and grumbling about some of the stuff and you could hear them the remastered the uh digital remastered ones yeah and the one that the one that lucas added like characters here and yeah there. and it CGI was characters. this is dumb like this looks horrible yeah they added um, the whole i think it was uh after uh the explosion they added the whole celebration all the other uh yeah the other planets and the other stuff planets, yeah. yeah and they added uh, one of the things that i like that he added but i didn't like that he i i got why he did it um, but the whole Jabba meeting Han down at the base of the Millennium Falcon and having the conversation where in the original it, w- it was an outtake and it was a big guy in a giant like fur coat, mm-hmm. which I always thought was a very interesting addition uh, regardless because it was kind of an it was an interesting conversation and it made it made sense for that to happen in the yeah. film. Um, but the very poor CGI of Jabba into it was like, okay, this, this just looks dumb. When the force awakens came out, couldn't get my tickets on Fandango realized I didn't want to sit in line anyways. So I said, why am I not just doing Sinopolis for this? So, you know, this already, I found an earlier show. I think it was like a seven thirty or eight on the night before opening night. Yeah, they, technically. Yeah, uh, Thursday night now, or whatever. Apparently, they have the night before instead of sh- instead of showing them at midnight and yeah. ruining everybody's work day the next day. They start them they even sh- earlier. Yeah, they start them at yeah. like six thirty. It's like baseball's opening day now. Yeah, because you have the three. Well, what was, was three games this season? But you have a game on Sunday night, mm-hmm. and then you have opening day the day after, which is just silly. Yeah. So, anyways. There was one seat available. I snagged it very happily, and I was set with my ticket for over a month in advance to go see this all by myself, which I had told my wife, I'm going opening night. You know that. And she didn't really have any interest in going with me, so I was okay going have by a good myself. Night. Bye. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the morning of that show, Ryan texts me and says, you're going tonight, aren't you? And Hold I that s- thought. Hold that thought. Okay. Let's rewind to the same amount of time. Yes. Where I was. Okay. Okay, please. Yes. So I was trying to find Star Wars tickets myself. And I ended up getting shut out because of the Fandango. Mm -hmm. And I just remembered going, 
why in the world can I not see Star Wars that night or the night before? Yeah. And uh, in my head, I'm like, I'm thinking, you know what? Tim probably got tickets. That's it. Like, and then I realized that you were based off the story, you were getting the tickets and stuff like that. So when you ended up texting me that day, was that day? You texted me first and you said, you're going today, aren't you? And I said, yes, that's I right. said, yes, I am. I'm going at like eight or whatever time the show was at. Mm-hmm. And I said, I have my one ticket. And you were like, oh, I can't believe I'm not going today. You were going maybe that weekend going, with your. Oh, yeah, no, it was it was like a Saturday show or something with Jamie, like a couple days after the after the premiere. Yeah. Yeah. And she was going to be out of town mm-hmm. or something like that. I can't remember, but she couldn't uh, go. Yeah. And so you're going to bring your brother or whatever. And and I said, or no, you said there's going to be, they just re-released more tickets. Yeah. And I said, well, go on there and find them. And you I were being, working. I, was, I remember you being were working, at work. Yeah. And you couldn't do it. And I was on my phone probably maybe three hours out of the whole entire work day <laughs> just trying to get Star yeah. Wars tickets. Yeah. And I remember my dad just being, get off your phone, get off your damn phone. Yeah. You need to be working. Get off your phone. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to get Star Wars tickets, Dad. And he's like, I don't care what you're doing. I'm like, but my friend Tim wants to go with me. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, I tried to get tickets, and I got on Fandango, and I saw him at Sinopolis, and I saw two seats together. Yeah. And then it gave me an error message when I went to try to process the tickets. Right. And then that kept happening to me. You kept, we were like texting each other back and forth. And I was in a scramble like <laughs> yeah. here at work and same kind of thing. Like Josh is sitting next to me. What are you doing? I'm trying to get tickets for Ryan and I. And uh, I'm trying to plan this mandate. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and this is me still knowing. I'm seeing it at 730. But I ended up, long story short, we ended up getting tickets for... Uh, I think it was a what one thirty a.m. show, yeah. Um, and so I saw it the first time by myself. Went home, slept for like two to three hours. Well, I'm sitting there waiting at the door like a <laughs> dog waiting for the owner to come home. And I'm just going, "Can I go? Can I go yeah. yet?" And then we saw it again at one thirty. And um, I mean, literally, I I think I was home by like four thirty. And had to wake up. My kids are waking me up for so they can go to school at like 6.30. I was so tired the next day, but it was so worth it. And then Missy actually wanted to go see it. So we saw it again for my third time that weekend, I think on Sunday. Same with me. I kind of got a little tiny crack of a doorway open from her of, yeah, I guess I'll see it. And I, I like literally walked away, went on my phone and bought us two tickets for that day. And we went and saw it. Well, and, now you're going with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Ryan and I have a very common, common interest. Yes, in Star Wars. And so um, this is being recorded uh, maybe two weeks after the preview release of Rogue One. Which yeah. you and I have not really discussed at all yet. I've only, so this, I've only watched that trailer maybe two times. Really? You know why? No. Because I want to be excited. I don't want to get too sucked into it and being like, I've seen this trailer so many times that it's. Uh huh. Well, you know, I'll, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to come back to it in like 
later tonight after this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know they're going to release. It, it's going to be the same thing as the last one. This is going to yeah. be the first one, and then they're going to release another trailer in probably less than a month. They don't overdo the marketing on this like they did with Force Awakens. Yeah, it was pretty heavy, but they overdid it. It's Disney. Well, yeah, and and so so we'll talk about that for a little bit um, because for me. So when Disney first, when Lucas first sold to Disney, my original thought, I was on that kind of group of, why? No! For that much, too. Yeah, and, well, I who, who cared about the money? I didn't care about the money, but it was like, now you're going to put it in the hands of Disney, and they're going to make it so dumb, and it's just going to be, every movie is going to be called Jar Jar Binks Wars. And it's just going to be the worst thing ever. And no, my fear was they were going to bring back Charter Binks as a general or yeah. something, or he comes back as a as a Jedi. Well, that's one of the <laughs> rampant rumors of uh, seemingly kind of normal people is this whole thread about Jar Jar Binks actually being a Jedi all this time and oh, yeah. blah blah blah. I don't, I don't. I didn't that. follow that too much because Hooey. it was just if Jar Jar Binks was one of the Jedi's. Should have been gone with the temple too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there will be spoiler alerts in this conversation, by the way. I'm just letting you all know. It, you, turn it off now if you don't want to hear spoiler alerts to whatever. Spoiler so, alert. Jar Jar Binks is Jedi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, the spoiler alert is that nobody likes Jar Jar Binks. Spoiler I don't know if you knew yeah. that. Anyways, I was, I was really freaked out when Disney bought it. But then... When I started to hear that it was going to be Abrams that was going to be involved, and I started to think about they're going to probably put some good money into this and whatnot, it's it, I actually I felt, got pretty excited. I felt the same way, especially um, when I found out that Disney took over Marvel as well. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? Why is Disney taking over Marvel? Mm-hmm. And then they came out with the Avengers and all that stuff. And I was like, all right, all right, I'll buy yeah. into this. Yeah. And then they came out saying that they're going to take over Star Wars. I'm like, you can't. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. You Come on, guys. I understand. You can't own everything. Yeah. I get Star Tours. Cool. But buying Star Wars? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I was really upset about it at first. Mm-hmm. But I can see why, you know, I can see why, because at that point, I know Disney would at that point wanted to go into more of a serious movie tone. Right. You know? Yeah. They don't want to just be the kid movies. Yeah. And clearly this is, this one was, well, Force Awakens was PG-13. Yeah. It was one of the darkest Star Wars movies. Yeah. I I mean, there was still a playfulness to it and. Not as dark as Revenge of the Sith, but yeah, well that that has its obvious overtones that are very just, very dark. Yeah, but it still awesome. was, which was great. Mm-hmm. The darkness was great, but still, like Lucas, I I fault him, but I also fault all of his friends and whoever could not tell him you need to have somebody else write dialogue. Yeah, and you need to like abandon some of this. Well, yes, George, you created the universe and whatever, and you can give us your themes or whatever. But 
I think his writing George, was horrible. George's writing and the fact that, well, obviously this goes into the writing as well, but the the movie started to become a little bit more goofiness yeah. to him. Yeah. You know, a lot more sense of humor, which is fine. It's great to have some kind of sense of humor in it. Yeah. But the first three movies were just kind of... First three, so... First... Four, five, and six, or no, one, two, one, and three? Two, one, two, and three. Okay. I'm one, just specifying I know, I for... Know, you know. always have to say that. I know. The... The prequels. Yes. About that? There you yeah, go. You can so, say that, yes. Okay. Uh, the prequels, one and two. Number three was actually pretty good, I think, in yeah. my book. Yeah. Um, but one and two were a little bit more goofy for me. Yeah. You know, with the whole Jar Jar Binks. And, and one is un... When was the last time you watched one? I don't know. It's I watched been it. so long. Like, even if I saw it on cable... Mm-hmm. You probably wouldn't stop, would you? I'd... I wouldn't stop. I'd go to keeping up with the Kardashians, you know, over <sighs> Phantom Manage. Get out. <laughs> um, well, I, I rewatched number one last weekend and I have no idea how I watched the entire thing. It's the podcast race or the pod race. The was, pod racing is great. That was probably the best part of it. And it made me actually miss that video game too, because yes. that video game was super fun. But it's so bad. The kid is so bad. Jar Jar Binks is so bad. And yeah. even even the stuff between in episode the only two, cool thing some of the one is Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah, and and even that. And I know there are people who who have their issues with Kylo Ren and say he's not a pansy. Yeah, that he is a pansy and whatever. I still think Kylo Ren, in my book, kind of came off a little bit darker and heavier than Darth Maul did. And maybe it's because we got more of his character and Darth Maul really was just kind of like... The the way I took Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. way more complicated of a villain than Darth Vader or any, oh, yeah. anything we've seen in a cinematic universe, yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and I don't think people were prepared for that. I think they were wanting more of a silent like um Darth Maul mm-hmm. who didn't have any dialogue mm-hmm. really at all. Um they wanted that mystery, I think. Yeah. Which I I to me and and it's kind of funny that Abrams did this um even though he, it's not like he created every single thing about this film, but mm-hmm. one of his very big things that I've talked to a lot of people about because of some of the issues they had with with episode 7 one of his things even before he got attached to the Star Wars universe is his love for mystery. And he Mm -hmm. talked, there's a Ted talk with him where he talks a lot about the mystery box and talks about Hitchcock films and actually talks about Star Wars. Um, maybe four and five. I can't remember if he involves six in it, but, um, and talks about his love for that idea of there being this thing that the audience doesn't really know about. And so, to me, that was some of what I loved about and what made it okay for me about the end scene and us not having anything with Luke and hearing anything of that and us not knowing at all about who is Ray mm-hmm. and really like a lot of the other characters not really getting that buildup that some of the people were complaining about. But one of the things that was complete opposite of that, which I loved, was... The humanization of the stormtroopers, 
through Finn and and in general. Like, I mean, you never saw even just the blood across his helmet. You never see that. Mm-hmm. And a little bit the more humanization realistic. of Kylo Ren. Yeah, a little bit more realistic touch to a fantasy. Yeah, and through Star Wars, none of us were really, you know, you see somebody, you see a, a stormtrooper shoot someone, they just fall back. Right. There's they, a black. There's a little burn black spot. spot. Yeah, and a spark like the Power Rangers, and you're done. Yeah. But in this, you you see him shoot him. You still get that spark and everything, but then. The stormtrooper wipes his blood on Finn's face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that kind of brought it back to home for everybody. Right. Back to ground. And everybody's like, oh, wow. Okay. And then you take the emotional stress that would put onto any human mm-hmm. seeing somebody in the battlefield next to you that you probably grew went, up with. Yeah. Well, I've read that the person who died was actually somebody that Finn went through training with. Yeah. Which you kind of assume from the fact that he reached out. For yeah, him. yeah. 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 So you, you get that sense of human human mm-hmm. in a stormtrooper, not just a copy print. Right. You know, so it kind of grounded that in that aspect, mm-hmm. which some people didn't like. I liked it. I, I liked it. I loved yeah. it. You know, it, it kind of gave a face to a stormtrooper. Yeah. I guess you could say. Oh, and you could. And it's not uh, Han or Luke running around. About Kylo Ren as well, that you're seeing his struggle, that he has that whole conversation with his grandfather, with the mask of Vader. Yeah. You know, you have, you still really have no idea who Smoke, Snoke, Snoke. Snoke. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know why I said smoke. Because I, he looks he, like smoke. No. A big I, figure of smoke. Actually, I was bringing my baseball world into it because of oh. Justin Smoke. Oh, there you go. Um, first baseman. Snoke, you you don't really know who he is. You're getting these little tidbits and different conversations about I'm him. I'm a little and upset that Han I and still Leia don't know. know who he is. I'm okay with it. Mm. I'm the What I wasn't okay with in that was it was way too Harry Potter for me. His whole thing was way too Harry Potter for me. In what aspect? In the aspect of his face looked a lot like... Uh, Gollum? No, no, no. Wrong movies. I know. Did you watch the Harry Potter movies? Yes, I did. Okay. He looks like, like Dobie. Voldemort. Okay. He looks like... He right. who shall not be named. Early on in his... Yeah. You know, as he's getting stronger or whatever, or however you want to say that, that and he, just everything about him just was very Harry Potter-ish to me. Mm-hmm. I, I get over it every time. It's not killing me that it's that way, but to me, it's... It's very much that way. The only fault that I have with episode seven was that it resembled episode four way too much. Yes. Which a lot of people say, and I get it. And I, I I don't think that will happen again. No, I think they did that for a reason. Yes. Based off the marketing that I watched before it came out was Mm -hmm. that this is a new story for a new generation. Mm -hmm. So, or same story for a new generation, I guess you could say. So, I don't know. I can see why they would do that. Just to kind of reboot Star Wars for mm-hmm. younger kids. Yeah. And and uh, have the parents sitting there and being like totally flashing back to their own childhood too. Yeah. I think. With the old cast and everything yeah. like that. Uh, it was the thing that drew me to that movie in general was the fact that the old cast was there. Yeah. You know, 
and obviously they're making a new Star Wars. So yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I the only you know it was action packed. Right? Yeah, big front from the beginning to the end. Totally, but it just resembled too much of A New Hope for me. Yeah, you know, I think the difference, and you maybe haven't caught this enough because you haven't watched the Rogue One trailer. 40 to 50 times like I have, but I've watched it two or three times. Very, 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 very close. Yes. Um, the, even just seeing the old stuff because it is so much closer to mm-hmm. a new hope, you know, in, in seven, like Ray has the helmet and she's got the little doll that she made. Yeah, that's everything was a, nostalgic. Yeah. And, and there's that stuff, but in, Rogue One, like seeing everybody that is still in those kind of Four, five, same outfit six, outfits yeah. and the seeing Rebellion. Mon Mothma, who looks so much like her, whoever this new actress is, she looks was from, exactly she's like from, her. Uh, she was in episode three. Really? Yeah. They oh. had her in episode three at the end. The same actress or? Same actress. At- Actress being Mon Mothma, yeah. Oh, I'm, I, I need to rewatch. Okay, I haven't seen that, I don't recall that. Um, but Rogue One just looks amazing, it looks so cool. Um, I mean, it's the first trailer, but still, uh, I have no problem with Forrest Whitaker being in it. Um, I think he's a good idea for it. You know what turns me on the most about it? Oh, please. Let me get in my deep voice. Yeah. My, ba- my Batman versus Superman voice. No, it's uh, the fact that it's a, it's actually just a war story. It's yeah. not, there's not going to be any Jedi in it, which is great. Right. It's just all rebels. Yeah. And it's a war story and it's just going to be battling. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I like, uh, what's her face? Felicity. Oh yeah. Her, um, she should be good. Yeah. And I'm uh, so, um, what are your hopes moving forward on the other rumors that are out there for the filler movies? No, 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 no. For the in-betweeners. Like the spinoffs? Yeah. I'm, because uh, Boba Fett gets a spinoff. In- Supposedly, that one is even more rumored than the Han Solo. Supposedly, the Han Solo spinoff has a lot more leg to it, like, yeah, that one actually seems like it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But the Boba Fett didn't they just from, uh, find someone who's rumored to be casted as a young Han Solo for yes this yes yeah and he's I can't remember who it is but you know. yeah um, so that one I'm I'm super jazzed for I yeah. I don't care that it's young Han and Chewie yeah. running around that, yeah I'm excited I think that one should be really cool Boba Fett I love Boba Fett. He's my favorite character. I'm very curious. I I love Boba Fett. Yeah. But I'm I am very curious how you make what what an entire film surrounding Boba Fett is going to be like. I I and I and I keyed on keyed in on that a lot when I was watching earlier one, two, three stuff with the whole Django Fett and Boba Fett watching his dad die and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um but I'm I'm curious what direction they take with it as to is it how he becomes Boba Fett? How far back do they go? Or is it just him being a friggin' badass bounty hunter? You just go ball steep into that. his bounty hunting. And what you do is you want to throw in a little bit of after he survived 
falling into when Luke hits him into the uh, pit. Into the Rancor pit, yeah. Yeah. No, no. The Rancor pit is what Luke was in in Jabba's palace. That is the Sarlacc pit. Yes. With two A's. And he survived. Yes. Which I would like to see after that in the movie. Somehow. Some way. Not the first one. Maybe the second one. But Mm -hmm. I would like to see how he gets, um, what can you say, recruited to Darth Vader Mm -hmm. and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. I'd like to see a little bit of a earlier storyline. Maybe they can do a little bit of some flashbacks throughout the mm-hmm. movie here and there. You know, who knows? Maybe you should write a treatment for it. Uh, oh, my friend. You have, you have no you have, idea. Yeah, you, it's already I been written. five of them. <laughs> uh, so uh, then the question becomes, where do they go from there? So you have your seven, eight, and nine. You have your three in-betweeners. Do you think that there is a continuation of, is there a 10, 11, 12? What I would like to see. Yes, please tell me. Is, you know how they have Star Wars Rebels right now? Yes. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I'd like to see that live action. Mm, the- I'd like to see a little bit more of Anakin and all that after the Clone Wars mm-hmm. and in between two and three. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would like to see... A little bit after four. Well, a little bit before four. What I'm actually excited for is Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, Because that's, that's essentially... the period that you want. Yeah, that's a period yeah. that I want. Yeah. I want. I want to see a young Darth Vader yeah. out on the battlefield. Which, who knows how much of that is actually... The, the one thing that I read was you, you think that they are going to do that because you hear the Imperial theme during the trailer... But you never really see anything of him. Yeah, so, but somebody has been casted as him. Oh, they have? Yeah. Where did you hear this? IMDB. Oh. Uh, yeah. Cause I, you are DB? Yeah. Oh, I did not I know that. I am DB. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I did not know that. Okay, so there is going to be some form of... Yes, I believe there's going to be... Some form of Darth. It will be Darth for sure. Some form of Darth. Hmm. Vader-ish. I wonder who else, because I did hear a rumor that they were talking with... Um, Ewan McGregor? Yes, that, that Ewan McGregor has already been talked to about having some... Well, you know he was in Force ...presence Reagan, in right? this. His voice was. Well, his voice was, yes. Okay. But, but, but I've, heard, I've heard tell of him being making some form of appearance in Rogue One. That would be amazing. Which would be cool. But that would mean there's Jedis in it. Which you said you didn't want, but you also want Darth Vader in it. And he, my friend, is a Jedi. Dark or light. He is a Jedi. We're we're talking about, okay, we're talking about Jedi versus Jedi. What we're used to seeing. Right, right, right. This is a whole battlefield thing. And if you see troops. Yeah, I want troops shooting troops and some sabotage and all kinds of things. Yeah. But she's going to have to get onto that Death Star to get those plans. Yeah, who's on the Death Star to get those plans? Grand Moff Tarkin. Yes. I see where your I see where your head is at, and I love me some Grand Moff Tarkin. So, but uh, I'm excited about that too. But I think there should be a young Darth Vader. What I'd like to see though is some prequels, a little bit in between Clone Wars and all mm-hmm. in Rogue One, and some early Darth Vader moments mm-hmm. that I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Him hanging out with Boba Fett and being like, yo, dude, 
Let's go catch us some yeah. Jedi. I want to see some. Betra- I I really want to see some filler, and I know it will be difficult to do, perhaps in a way that feels like you're not avoiding the obvious. But I would like to see some between six and seven. I don't know how truly to do it with, a, with avoiding the master characters. Yeah. But um, I will would they? be interested to see some of that like, and, and maybe they will once we know who Ray is, which do you want to talk about that for a second? Cause that's a very, that's probably one of the biggest talked about things following at, at this moment episode right seven. Now. Yes. Yeah. So let's hear yours and then I'll give you mine. I get, you have two I'm minutes. drawing a blank on her name. That's in Rogue One. Maybe because I've oh Felicity. Oh, yeah, uh, what's her? Jin. Uh, Jin. Yeah. Okay. So I have a theory, mm-hmm. and what I've read is that Jen is Ray's mom, mm-hmm. which is solely based on the fact that they both have British accents. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's around the same time frame. That Ray was dropped off and left on the island or on that planet and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It it just for me, it kind of lines up story wise, mm-hmm. canon wise, mm-hmm. as it just Who makes it sense be. to me. Okay. It, it's a good theory that I would like to see fall through mm-hmm. or go through with. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, do you? Is I think she, it's Obi Wan Kenobi. And okay. Her. Okay. So that's what I that was going to be my next question. How are cool you would that be? are you on the Luke as her father side, or are you on the side of Obi Wan as her father side? Obi Wan as her father. Okay. So so I have heard many people talk about that because they both have British accents, and they both are f- from the kind of desert. I mean, she's Jakku is not Tatooine, but um, but. We got to think too. How old was Alan McGinnis? How old was Alan Guinness? Whatever oh, his name wow. is. When? <laughs> whatever his name is. Yeah. Alec Guinness, my friend. That's what I meant. <sighs> he just rolled over in his grave just and just scratched this whole entire thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> got his lightsaber like stuck in his back when he rolled over on that one. Good. Okay. Alan McGinnis. <laughs> Guinness. He was a little bit older man. In four. Yes. So if we're going with Rogue One timing, she's a little young. For, okay, for, for Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Okay. So there could be a chance that it could be Luke. Mm-hmm. Because Luke stumbled in not too long after. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that I see where people are taking the Luke thing because she is drawn to his lightsaber. Mm-hmm. It is drawn to her. She Anakin and yeah. And it's in that whole, uh, family side. Um, so why is it, why is she feeling this pull when it's down in the, um, basement of the restaurant or whatever you want to call that cantina cantina? Um, is that, would you call that place a cantina? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 not, not that. I know what you're talking about. I'm talking about episode seven's. Yeah. That's a cantina restaurant. There's probably not a restaurant. Applebee's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but uh, I think I think that fell from uh, when Luke got his cho- his hand chopped off, and I think that fell, and they caught it, and they put it in that treasure chest. Hmm. Boom. Um. 
So for me, and I'm probably going to be totally wrong, but I've been saying this and sticking to it from the get-go, and I don't know if you and I have already had this conversation, but in the book universe Mm -hmm. of Star Wars, which George Lucas signed off on some and didn't on others, but in at least more than one, I think, offshoot of it, Han and Leia have twins, a boy and a girl. Ray and Kylo. So that's always been my, from the moment that she was on the screen, that was my thought. Mm-hmm. When the when you saw her for a little while and you like saw Kylo Ren was. The, they separated that the they twins. Separate, separated the twins. They both have the force. And that this will be the penultimate battle of good and evil because it will be brother versus sister when they realize just like Luke and Leia realized that they were brother and sister, not that they fought, but that there will no, be they actually kissed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this will be the opposite of that. Um, but that that will make it that battle. But I get it that a lot of people say that that doesn't matter because if it's Luke's daughter or, Obi-Wan's daughter, then it still is just as big a battle. Yeah, I've heard something similar to it that, and also to counter that, that I think I heard JJ say that he wasn't going to go solely based off of those books of them being twins and Oh, you did hear him say that. But, I've doesn't Luke have a child as well? I don't remember. Uh, There's so many books. There's there so really many things are to reference. I know. There's so many storylines to yeah. everything and everyone. Yeah. To go and put it into movie form would just it'd be it'd be a headache. Yeah. But fun at the same time. Yes. So, anyways, we'll find out. And Rogue One will be coming out this December. Yep. And then Episode Eight comes out next, next. year. Yeah. Wow, that's so crazy because you haven't seen anything of production. I've seen some photos. No, 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 no. I just Jedi mind tricked you. You haven't seen anything of production. I have not seen nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I haven't seen anything, so I guess I need to. These aren't the set photos you're looking (laughs) for. (laughs) I guess I need to look into your brain a little bit. No, they're they're just like random pictures you'll see. Like they actually look like they could be set pictures from seven. So, Mm -hmm. but they're like, oh, these are from eight. (laughs) <laughs> right, right. The island, Luke's face, stuff like that. Uh huh. All the same thing. Mark Messier, yeah, is in a couple of them. I'm just excited to see what they have in store for Luke. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they've got to do this stuff fast. Yeah, because I, I mean, not like Mark Hamill's super old, but I mean, Harrison Ford's already taken care of. Spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> um, but Leia's. You know, clearly not going to be acting for 20 more years. Yeah, she ruined that one. Um, So. uh, Which I don't understand why she can't be a Jedi. Why can't she just get out there and kick some ass? Leia? Yeah. I don't know. Get with it. It would be funny if they did that kind of Yoda from episode three. (laughs) And she just like was moving really slowly and then just started doing flips all over the place. Walked in with a cane and then bouncing off the walls. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Uh, or she just turned into the emperor. Is he still alive? The actor who played the emperor? No. Oh, he's no. not. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I I was uh, trying to blow my wife's brain 
with that knowledge that he was the same guy from four and five and six. Same, same uh, upper? Five and six. He wasn't in four. No. Uh, yeah, as was in one, two, and three, and she wasn't as excited about it as I was. I'm pretty. So. I'm pretty sure it was the same guy, but he does look. No, younger. it was the same guy. It was the same emperor. Yeah, but he looks younger I, in one, two, three. CGI. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, about. Some Benjamin Button stuff right there. But yeah, I'm excited for Rogue One because that's kind of a, the first kind of spinoff cinematic movie that we were going to see. Yeah, and that's I'm kind of glad. in the title. They say a Star Wars story. Yeah. So it's like I feel like that's what they're gonna do with like Boba Fett and Han and Chewie. Maybe, but you know, like I read this somewhere, and and it hit me when I read it was once they go off of the Skywalker and everything else, it's limitless. Like they can do absolutely it's limitless, anything. However, I feel like they might get too far. Like mm-hmm. they'll lose. I feel like I wouldn't watch. You wouldn't be bonded to other characters. Yeah. yeah. Like if they just started mm-hmm. coming out with random characters that were somewhat tied into like mm-hmm. one, two and three or something. And they just went off on a random tangent onto a different story. Yeah. It would. It, I don't know if I'd be as interested as if it was canon. Well. No, I was going to say Rogue One will test that. Theory, but it will be the closest thing that will test that theory because it will be the have the least amount yeah. of uh, anything we've benchmark characters. Yeah. So who knows? Um, but I think we've I, I think we've exhausted. I, I don't think many people can go much further in our Star Wars knowledge with us and listen to this and enjoy it. Oh, Jamie has some knowledge. <laughs> we'll have Jamie in then. <laughs> Again, I will say thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Thank you for talking about this. Uh, we could probably go on for a very long time. Yeah, what do uh, you want to talk about next? <laughs> this is when we're going to shut this down and, and get out our <laughs> get out our Star Wars character, our action figures, and just start playing. Yeah. Did you bring yours? No, I brought my lightsaber and oh. my cape and my Darth Vader costume and <laughs> and, <laughs> and my, the Force <laughs> and my Chewbacca onesie. And yeah. all right, I think well, Force Awakens is still in theaters. Dollar it is. It's at the um the Woodbridge two or three dollar theater, and they have it in two D and three D in Irvine. Bought, already bought it. Oh. I have it digital. I didn't buy the Blu Ray, which I'm kind of bummed that I didn't do that. Because you have the video game, yeah, which I can't. Play which still. I haven't w- played in like probably a month. However, they added new oh uh, update uh, material for you yeah, to download or whatever. Job of the Hut, uh, Castle. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Pretty fun. I, I have no idea. I still haven't played a single second of it. Yeah, neither have I. Well, you can come over at any time, man. Yeah. Bring this stuff over and we'll record. Yeah, there you go. While we're playing. All right, well, thank you for coming in. And um, I will say it, even though I'm not a fan, good luck to your ducks. Thanks, man. In the we Stanley Cup chase right now. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I want to go tomorrow's game, but it's expensive, man. But yeah, it is. A, a, they're pretty expensive, yeah. but yeah, we'll see how they go. Yeah. Thank we, you, man. We won't do an, I could, we could do another fork in the road on sports, but we won't do it. Yeah. That'll take longer than star Wars. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. And, uh, stay tuned for the next episode, everybody. Thank you. Have a good night, man. Yeah. You too. 
All right. Thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this little fork in the road that Ryan and I took uh, basically into another universe far, far away. So uh, not all of the forks will be the same. They will all be very, very different. Um, and I think I may have gotten all of my Star Wars nerdery out in this fork, uh, which you can either thank me for or say that you want to hear more of that, which I'm sure we can muster. Um, but I want to thank Ryan for being on the show. Um, thanks to Jamie, his wife, for letting him get out of the house to record that. And uh, wanted to remind you, you can find Daddy Unscripted in a number of different ways uh, on Facebook, Daddy Unscripted, on Twitter as Daddy Unscripted. There is the website, daddyunscripted.com, which houses all of these episodes and has a few older blog posts as well before it became a podcast. And then for you Android users, you can find us on Stitcher. For those of you who use iPhones, uh, you can use your little purple podcast app that is already there on your phone that you can't even delete, I don't think, um, and find us on there. But I would love for you to find the podcast on iTunes, subscribe to it, leave a review and a rating. Those things, I can't even say enough. They really, really help the podcast out. They help it uh, become more viewable to others who I don't personally know, since a lot of you are are those kind of people to me, and I thank you for listening. Uh, but I would love to get more people even listening to this and potentially open it up to having some different guests. And you know, the hope for the podcast is to get a lot of different dads on here who come from very different walks of life, and to be able to talk with them about how do you work being a dad into your life as an astronaut or your life as uh, Christopher Columbus discovering, you know, new parts of the world or what have you. I probably won't have him on, but you know what I mean. So it would be great for you to do all those things on iTunes that enable um, more viewers to or more listeners to come to the podcast, I should say. So thanks for your support. I really, really appreciate it. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And there should be more for you to listen to if you just want to scroll and click and find something after this. So thanks a lot.